This is the official Caps Chirp Podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What's going on, Caps fans? Me, the Hockey Troll, and I'm here with that snack, Polly Cupcakes. What's going on, everyone? I'm Polly Cupcakes, and I'm here with that snack, Hockey Troll. Shut the fuck up. I'm not the snack. You're the snack. Anyways, Caps fans, as per, we're, we're diverting from the tr- usual tradition of Hockey Troll and Polly Cupcakes talking about something that pissed them off or made them happy during the last week or so. That would be the Hockey Troll Hip Check or Snack Time with Polly Cupcakes. But instead, we're just going to dedicate this to a first round coverage of the NHL playoffs. If you haven't been watching, the NHL playoffs all all around have been pretty fucking awesome. Um, it's been blowout season, to be completely honest. So I think, Polly, we should just kind of get into it and talk about it. What do you think? Let's do it. One, two, three. All right, Captains, like I said, if you've known us, we would be here, you know, talking about Hey, this is what what just happened, and um, here's our segments, and we're all assholes, but <laughs> not today. It's the most wonderful time of the season, of the year, and we're going to be talking to you about the NHL playoffs in general. Obviously, you know the Washington Capitals are leading the Florida Panthers 2-1, to one, three games in, so we don't have to talk about that. We now, can, if you have anything, Polly. Let's well, start with it. I mean, I was just going to say... Um, if you want to hear about it, listen to Monday's episode. Absolutely. We go hardcore into it. Um, and also, we record on Sunday. So, if you're looking for anything after Game 3, you'll have to wait till next Monday. Which we will have it all in great detail, yeah. for sure. Wrapping up the series. Yep. With a possible Caps win. Maybe. Who knows? As we record, you know, it's in Cap's favor. It is. It is right now. All right. So, Polly, other than the Washington Capitals, we're not going to talk about the Caps here. We, we will a little bit, but I'm sure it'll, it'll always divert back. But should we start in the West or what? I think we should start in the East with today's blowout. Okay. Tampa and which Bay. one is that? Tampa Bay, evening the series at 2-2 two to two with Toronto with a 7-3 to three win. Um, you know, both of these teams have won in both arenas. So right. Um, you know, Toronto led with a 5 nothing win, and then it was Tampa 5-3, and then Toronto 5-2, and today 7-3. to three. So those two middle games were kind of close. But games 1 and 4, Toronto and Tampa in their respective games have... Uh, just unloaded on the other team. And it's just so crazy to see, and this theme will continue to repeat, Yeah, about how teams can just trade beating the shit out of each other. So this is, this is what I would consider bad hockey. When, when teams can't play a close game, I don't, I don't like it. I don't know. I mean... Where's the parity here when it comes down to the actual, like, where the 
where the rubber meets the road. All I'm seeing here is uh, one team lays down, the other one, you know, butt fucks them. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like tonight's our night. So, right, you know, tonight I'm the top. Yeah, tomorrow <laughs> night you're the bottom. Or I guess from a better perspective, to say tonight's their night, we'll get them next game. Mm-hmm. It's like there's. They realize they're losing, and they save their energy for game two. Now, obviously, that's not a conscious team decision made. Sure, and but it's that's probably the, not even a real team decision at all. Yeah. Because we're just being dickheads here. But point. that's what it feels like. Yeah, exactly. I As mean, if we were like, like, well, one team, you know, and then we're going to get... So now you're saying that this, the series is tied 2-2, two to two, right? Yeah. on the, I think it was like a... I think they were the primetime game tonight, Tampa no. and Toronto. And... Tampa won seven to three. So, uh, game two or game two, game five on Tuesday, right. uh, we'll be back in Toronto, and you know, shit, this will probably be a one nothing game just to right. smack us in the mouth. You know, I'd like, I'd love like a four three overtime win, like anything to show some yeah. parity between these two fucking teams. Uh, this is reminiscent of two teams that are just two. Heavily offensively powered. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense because, you know, when you're a good defensive team, even when you're not scoring, you're not giving up these kind of goals. And when an offensive team relies so heavily on the offense, these kind of things happen. You're you're either on and you blow them out or nothing's falling for you and you get crushed. Right, but then every time we we run into the playoffs every year, there's one circus matchup, right? Yeah. Did I think that it was going to be Toronto, uh, Tampa Bay? No. But it is. This is the circus matchup. This is the, this is the who, I mean, everything's wild. There's absolutely, I don't I mean, I don't even want to care. I don't care about advanced nat- stats. And if you were to fucking show them to me, I'd be like, well, obviously this has been a gong show. So. Tell me less about that and what's going to happen next game. Um, I don't know. Uh, it, I don't know. It, it 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 boggles my mind that the two supposedly best offensive teams. And I guess maybe it doesn't boggle my mind, but at the same time, you would think that Tampa Bay getting blown out like three four nothing or three four in any game would have the intestinal fortitude to like come back on something like this. Wouldn't, wouldn't you think, I mean, back to back Stanley cup champions. Well, I mean, they kind of did, you know, they got beat five, nothing game one came back and won five, three. And then their next loss, depending on who you talk to five to two, I mean, it's kind of a blowout, you know, like I've said before, you equated to football 35 to 14. That's, that's quite a domination. You're right, but you would think that, like, within game, they'd be able to, like, oh, yeah, turn some game. shit around. Yeah. You know, come back from a deficit here. It and is. I haven't seen that. Yeah. It's odd to see the team that's trying to win three cups in a row losing 5 nothing. Yeah. And there's... I'll put it this way. Let's... Uh, I, I like I said, this is like the black hole of hockey right now. No, no reality matters at this point. 
whatever happens, happens. And whoever comes out the other end, one fan base is going to be way happier than the other, right? I mean, one fan base is going to be the happiest of all, and the other ones are going to be like fucking, Jesus Christ, burn the fucking town. Yeah. And that's definitely going to be Toronto. (laughs) (laughs) You're saying, so you think Toronto's going to fucking blow out here? Well, okay. So, you know, Four games in, series Right, tied. so what was your original prediction? We'll go back to that. Yeah. I had Tampa Bay in seven. I'm sticking to it. I had Tampa in five. That's not happening. That is not happening, you idiot. Idiot. God. <laughs> so, the shortest it can be is six games. Yeah. Um, I think your no. Tampa in seven looks very realistic. Of course, because I've never been wrong in my life. Never. Okay, well... Tampa in seven, and it's going to be a gong show either way. But let's talk about real hockey, and we can go down down the Eastern Conference. And let's talk about the first wild card matchup, and that is wild card one held by the Boston Bruins taking it. Okay, so this last week was a little bit wild, especially when you looked at all the Eastern Conference. Well, all over, it was just okay. It's blowout season to me. I was very disappointed, but also, like, happy. <laughs> well, I don't mind seeing Boston get their ass kicked. Right, but, like, there were just blowouts everywhere. Like, it was some of the games, there wasn't any real, like... So, if you lose a game by, like, more than three goals, and you're in the NHL, you're just like, fuck it, move on. We can... I, I feel like when an NHL team loses by too much, you can't... That's not the team. That's not the team. That's a, that's a fluke. It's an anomaly. That's your extra butter getting it in. Right? Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's like the good shit. You, you, and, and I would never want to waste all that mojo in the first round. But I'm not saying any teams here have. But it's interesting to see that there's a couple blowouts here uh, with with Carolina absolutely dominating um, Boston. Two games. Yeah, but you know, um, you know, I'm not surprised to see the Hurricanes go up two nothing. I am surprised by the score differences, but then it looked like you know I was kind of I could have seen it going either way. You know, it looked like Boston easily could have been done for, but then it's also not a huge surprise that an experienced team like this comes back home. And takes both games. Right. So you look at this, and, and this is Carolina had the top placement here, right? They yeah. won the Metro. They're playing against the first wild card, Boston. Destroy Boston 5 1 in game one. Destroy Boston 5 2 in game two. And it seems like that's all she wrote. Here's the thing. With hockey, I think that the old adage or the adage is you haven't lost a series unless you've lost at home, right? Yeah. Well, Boston goes, no, we're going to win both at home. Yeah. And not only are we going to win both at home, we're going to win in pretty dominating fashion. Boston wins game three, four to two, and game four, five to two. 
That is a good response. That's a pretty convincing fuck you to the Carolina Hurricanes. And they have a little bit more on their hands than some bullshit sweep, which I think maybe some people were, you know, especially maybe down south, were thinking might have happened. Yeah, and you know, just like the Tampa series, this is now a three-game series, right? essentially. And, um, you know, Carolina is going to get a run for their money here, and I think that's something that Carolina fans probably did think was, we got these two, it's over, and <laughs> we've seen Boston a couple times, and, you know, when you play them in the playoffs... It's going to be a fight the whole way. Right. So now, Carolina-Boston series, tied at two. They're going back to Carolina. I had Carolina in six. I had Boston in seven. And that's madness. And you might not, you might come out of this. Who knows? Looking at how invigorating Boston has been at home, if they can replicate this in any way, shape, or form in Raleigh, you you could be right. But I had thought that the, the Carolina Hurricanes, I, and I, I remember I told you, I was like, look, this is probably a lock. This is the biggest lock other than the Rangers sweeping the pins. This is the lock for me. I might come out wrong for the first time in my life. Well, you were definitely wrong about the Rangers. <laughs> yeah, speaking of which... The motherfucking Rangers just cannot get it done. And, all right. And this is the team we were afraid of as Caps fans. The Rangers? I was afraid of them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, you and I and plenty of people on Twitter, it was, you know, is playing Florida really that bad? Because New York is the other option. Right. And here's the thing. Shesterkin, game three... Gets fucking benched, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, giving up like four goals in the first. Then his team fights back for to 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 even it up, and then Heinen, fucking Heinen, out of nowhere, off a ridiculously out of control body check by Evgeny Kuznetsov, cash, coughing up the puck. Georgiev gives up a. Bad five on. I mean, just a five hole goal. Which I mean, I I've got to say that's Malkin bad. Kuznetsov. This is the second time. This no, week. no, this is Malkin. Yeah, Malkin. You said Evgeny Kuznetsov. I said Kuznetsov hit. No, I did. I really. Yeah. So now I said Kuznetsov. Yeah. After you fuck. called Kuzi Malkin on Monday. God damn! Fuck. The devil is in my. <laughs> what can I do? Should I burn sage around me? <laughs> Yeah, you should probably make a pilgrimage to Rome to make up for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously, fuck me. Malkin makes a hit, gets it high in, and it's just like the most penguin-esque play that you can ever have. Goes up 5-1, and, or 5-4, and then it becomes 7-4, and that's it. Two. And then now we have to hear... The fucking shitbag Penguins fans, water trash mouth breathers, talk about how Sidney Crosby is the best empty net 
assist maker of all time. I mean, it was a nice play. And the look, I, I'll give you that. Yeah, it was a good play. But is now Sidney Crosby because he like did some bullshit between the legs uh, play to whoever the fuck? I think it was probably Carter or some bullshit. I think it was Carter. To put it into an empty net, is that him being the best all-time empty net play guy? Right. Is that even a stat that's kept or anybody fucking cares about? Well, it is for Crosby. Unbelievable. These shitbag Penguins fans are literally, and I've said it before, bottom 10% of all intellect in the human phenom. But here's the thing. You give this team hope, and you can't take that away. And I think the New York Rangers have done that. They're very young, and they do not have the drive. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. They they have they have the skill to beat the the Pittsburgh Penguins. Absolutely. They have the skill. Yeah. Well, you Third know, period of the last game, they had what three power plays? Three or four, and they did not capitalize. Yeah. You got to be better than that. It's <sighs> You know, in you know, game 1 Three overtimes. I mean, that's playoff hockey there. But since then, it's been five to two and seven to four. Right. And honestly, the New York Rangers should be blowing out the Pittsburgh Penguins every night. They should be. They should have swept. And they haven't. The problem here is the league. All right, so you had them sweeping. I, I got, did. I, I got did. Rangers in six. Right. And, you know, when New York, like, look, the New York Rangers need to get their young guys in line and just say, you're fucking better than this, you dumb bitches. Just fucking go out there and win the fucking game, you assholes. Shesterkin had, uh, you know, a bit of a sloppy start. Put him in again and just say, this is what we're going to go at you with again. Lane Vigneault, he, uh, or, uh, he knows. Come on. Get in. I'm highly invested emotionally in, in the Rangers winning this fucking series. I couldn't tell. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, I mean, think about it. If the New York Rangers move on, and either Boston or Carolina moves on, do the Pittsburgh Penguins have a chance to go to the finals? I shouldn't even put that out there in the, in the universe, should I? No, let's not talk about it. All right. Fuck. Jesus Christ. Let's go out west. Yeah. Well, before we go well, out west. Before we go out west, I have to tell you, Cavs fans, hockey fans, Pursue the Stanley Cup is on. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big play during playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlors, you can just you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even get bigger payout. 
DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THMANBET $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official horse partner of the NHL. Of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. As we move on to the West, it seems like, you know, we, look, Polly, we said like all these teams are all in, right? Every single one that we just talked about. Yeah. Almost. The good guys are winning in Washington matchup. Tampa Bay Lightning looks like a fucking coin toss at this point. Yeah. Same with the fucking... The Bruins' main win, which is insane. And then, who knows? The Rangers need to get their shit together, right? Yeah. On the other end, though, the the Western Conference. I should have said sweep. I said Colorado in six. What do you got here? I think I got them... Um, let me see here. I got them... Um, in five. Um, and you know, the crazy thing about this series, you look at these scores, seven to two, two to one in overtime, seven to three. Um, this has actually been more competitive than the score shows. I've been watching most of these games. Uh, anyway, game one was very much the blowout that the score shows. Game two, um, the Avalanche dominated, really. And the, uh, let me pull up the guy's name here. They had a, a backup in, and this kid almost stole the game. You know, I was thinking about the hockey troll adage of, you're going to have to steal four games. And this kid was looking like he was going to do it. He, oh man, the summary. Uh, Ingram is the kid's name. He came in, played goalie. Played such a good game. Kale McCarr, it took him, he ended up having the game winner. And he had, how many shots here? Kale McCarr had 12 shots on goal. There was a there was a point late in the game where I believe Kale McCarr and Nate McKinnon were out shooting the Nashville Predators. Um, it's like hockey show stats right there. Yeah, right? Um, but, like I said, Ingram, he was stealing this game for the Preds, game two in, in Denver. Um, and it went to OT, and McCarr did win it in OT. So, you know, after that game, Nashville had to be thinking, we're down 2 nothing, but we're going to go home. We played very well in game two, took them to OT. But then game three goes to Nashville, and it was good and competitive for a while, but then Colorado remembered who they were, won <laughs> seven of three on Saturday, and you know game four was on Monday. Have you watched any of these games? You've watched them, right? I've watched a good bit of all of them. Yeah. Okay. And um, you know Nashville is competing, and it's no secret. I'm I'm an Avalanche fan, and there's a guy on Nashville, Colton Sissons. Yeah. And he has a history of just having career series against the Avalanche. Okay. Like, every time they would play, like, they would always, I don't even remember what it was, but they'd throw up all kinds of stats about how he just, like, would, I don't know, in a series he'd have, like, 
three or four goals when he was like a 10-goal guy during the regular season, and he'd <laughs> score clutch goals. And so I think I... Justin I'm, Williams-esque. Yeah. I say. mean, I made a TikTok about how I still, like, drift off into the distance when I hear Colton Sissons watching an Avalanche game. <laughs> um, I mean, I heard his game on Sat- his name during the game on Saturday, and I was just like, I hate this. But... So you- is is this is, is I mean, who comes back from a three zero deficit? You know, well, oh, it's happened less than five times, right? I think in history, um, I had him in five. I think I had him in six. It won't get past five. It yeah. very well may be a sweep, but right, it won't get past five. So, by the time you're listening this to this, um, you'll know the answer. Yeah, I'd like to revise it. I think that the Avs are going to sweep. I just don't think that the... And so, Soros has been injured, or he was what? Well, he I know he wasn't there in Game 2. Um, can't remember if he played Game 3. I think Ingram also played Game 3. Right. So, they've been... Uh, so, you name it. The... What are the the National Predators have had it in the sense of problems, right? I mean, well, he's he's played all three actually. Ingram has, um, yeah, he came in in relief. Soros must have got hurt in the first game, Unreal. or maybe they just pulled him. I can't remember. But uh, Ingram has played two and a half games, and they're. All right. Well, Captains, we may be witnessing history if the National Predators can pull one out and win this series, which would be that would throw everybody everybody's bracket except for everybody who loves the National Predators <laughs> yeah, right. on their fucking head. So I've got the first sweep being by the Avs here. Yeah, I man, it's very realistic. I, yeah. I think I'm going to say five, just because. So often, teams gut it out and get that fourth win to avoid the sweep. I initially said six, but I now think that was ill-advised. So, okay. Well, I'm going to revise it. Av sweep. You're you're giving the mercy win to the Preds, and then the Avs are just going to dash those fears, or dash those hopes. Moving on, though. The... Wild and Blue series. Okay. Instead of watching the Avs and Preds, I probably should have been watching the Minnesota Blue, uh, St. Louis series, man. I, it's now tied up 2-2. St. Louis is coming back. And here again, you know, we're seeing this trend of like one team dominating on scoreboard versus the other. And it's just, we're just trading blows here. Yeah. There's not a lot of big thing, not a lot of big, uh, back and forth other than the shitberg penguins versus the, uh, New York Rangers in the, in their very first playoff game where it went to three overtimes. Yeah. And I think any so, overtimes other than that. Well, no, the avalanche game two went to, overtime. Oh, that's right. Sorry about that. Yeah. yeah. But that's all. Yeah. All we've covered so far. There's only been two overtime games. Yeah. Crazy, dude. And so... Look. Everybody, I think, I favor the Minnesota Wild. I thought the Wild were going to take it in... And 
Nightmare Review 7. I thought I thought it would be a, a hard-fought series. I had, I had to give some well. love to had to give some love to the Blues. Though I don't think the Blues have anything in real uh, life. I just think that they would do a kind of a a good job against Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's one of those things where St. Louis, you're still giving them respect and credit because they're not far off from a Stanley Cup. They've still got a good bit of those guys. And then, you know, Minnesota has kind of been an up-and-coming team for a year or two, and people are starting to buy in. So I think a lot of people probably picked this to go to seven, and right. then it was a toss-up there. And uh, Minnesota's like that upset team. You know, they've, they've upset in the playoffs in the past. It yeah. seems like they only have juice for, like, one shot. And it seemed like maybe if they were going to juice it up, it would have been against the Avs in the second round. Yeah. But here we are, game one, St. Louis comes out swinging, shuts out Minnesota 4 nothing, And then Minnesota answers with a 6-2 ass beating in, in, uh, in Minnesota as well. So it's like... I don't know. I don't know what the hell. Go back to St. Louis. Minnesota wins back to back with dominating five one victories and six two victories back in game two, and then minute and then St. Louis goes, "No, oh, fuck that. We're gonna win," and <laughs> destroys Minnesota. I don't get it, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's wild. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, dude, this is uh. And and now that I now that I've seen four games or the results of, I th- I think I may be tuning in more to the Minnesota series than the Avs. The, here's the weird thing though: each of these wins have have been completely lopsided. So like when I would turn on the Saint the the Minnesota game, it would be like Minnesota's up like two nothing. And nothing happens, and I'm like, okay, that's it's done. Um, or St. Louis is up two nothing, and that's it. And St. Louis would hold the lead and, and until the end. So, if we're talking about holding leads, there hasn't been a good back and forth on lead sw- lead changes from this game, this series. I would say there has, or has uh-huh. not. Has not been. Yeah, just it's like whoever's winning is winning, yeah. and that's it. So you yeah. you literally may know the end of the game in the second period. Yeah, um, you know the next series we've got has actually been pretty competitive. Yes, um, you know Calgary comes in you know, the number two seed in the West. They win the Pacific. People are thinking if anyone's going to beat Colorado, it's Calgary. Yeah, well, they got to get there first, right? You know, in, in Dallas, they've still got a good good bunch of guys. Went to your the cup. favorite, Jamie Ben. Jamie Ben, yeah. Capitan, oh, El Capitan. What a guy! Um, I'm just yeah, glad, motherfucker. I'm glad he's not American. <laughs> you know, Calgary wins one nothing, game one. Yeah, and then Dallas. Steals game two, two nothing in Calgary, and then game three coming back down to Dallas, four to two. I mean, these are close, competitive games. I haven't watched them, but like the little bit of summary I've read, you know, they seem to be pretty hard hitting, 
physical, close yep. games. I mean, I think Dallas is really bringing the body on Calgary. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, that's it's it's a, a series where I thought Calgary would take that physicality and shove it down Dallas's throat, but it seems like they haven't. I will say this. This is the one series where the officials are allowing fights and serious fights at that. Um, in today's game, just big old brawl, like a big, uh, you know, one-on-one fight in the slot uh, in uh, Calgary's end or in Dallas's end. So this is the only – if you want to see fights, this is the only series they're letting them fight, it seems. Yeah, and it's probably the highest quality of hockey. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know this. You look to the West, and it's like, I uh, it's it's, and of course us being Eastern guys, it's who pay attention to the East. It may be the most kind of un unestablished in the sense of like who knows what's going to happen. But I look at this. Dallas and Calgary series and, and having Dallas kind of fire back here. Who knows what's going to happen? Would you have picked before? I had Calgary picked for sure. Yeah, I had Calgary in six. Me too. Yeah, but watching this series, I mean, I think Dallas in six would be a reasonable guess. Sure, but either way, I'm not sure how many teams are going to be completely healthy coming out of this series, even if they win. Yeah, this is a battle. Exactly, exactly. So, like, who knows what's going to happen coming out of this. And then they may have to play Edmonton or L.A. And so what do you think about the Edmonton or L.A. series? Well, i like to see that L.A. got a win. They came out game one, four to three win. I'm sure Edmonton wasn't ready for that. Um, right. They were ready for game two. Six nothing. I mean, kind of like the Avalanche series. This is, or is that, yeah. Like the Avalanche series. Right. You get the, or no, I'm sorry. The Panthers and Caps. You know, when the second game happened and the Caps got blown out. This right. is what people were like, this is what we were expecting. Well, the, the on opening night in the NHL playoffs, this was the only, like, cool game to be watching. This was like back and forth, three goals. It was a ladder system. Each team scored and answered. And ultimately, L.A. scores a late one and wins it. And then you have the next game, and Edmonton finds their shit and absolutely destroys L.A. And they get back-to-back. Yeah, back-to-back blowout. So it's kind of like with game two for the Panthers – I'm sure fans were looking like, okay, that's what we expected. Right. And in L.A., I, 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 you know, I hate to say it, but I think Edmonton's on a roll. I think that they might end this in five. Well, here on Thursday evening, or Sunday evening, four minutes left in the first, L.A. is winning 2 nothing in game four. What? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, okay. There were so many teams in, all in, on on this NHL playoff season. I would say Edmonton is one of them. Wouldn't you? Yeah. If L.A. comes away with this series, 
so many people's brackets are fucked. They're busted completely open. Um, I, I don't know. And here's the thing. You got all these like old Americans, Dustin Brown, Jonathan Quick, and then the Slovak, Anze Kopitar, like fucking killing it. It would be interesting to see this. I, I don't know, man. I, I, <laughs> you can never judge the NHL playoffs. So what'd you have? Edmonton? I had Edmonton in, uh, five. I had LA in five. Wow, which I know was ridiculous. I know we um, already discussed that, but, but yeah. I think LA in seven looks reasonable right now. <laughs> what period is it? It's the end of the first. Well, almost the end of the first. I don't give it. I don't have nothing. Well, I have zero trust. Edmonton. Connor McDavid could go off for three in one period and be like, "That's fine." Yeah, he could, and that's the shitty part. L.A. is still sticking true to their identity, which would be, you know, protecting, you know, play low-scoring low games and let's play them. And we'll eke it out by one goal. And that's what they did in, the, in game one. So they're still owning that. Uh, and I believe it's, it's – I I feel like I've said Elaine Vignon like a hundred times, but I don't know. Who, who's, the, who's the coach of L.A. right now? I think it's Elaine. Um, I don't know. Hold on. But in any case, so many teams being all in. I thought this would be a little bit more competitive in the games. Yeah. Amongst the first first round. What did you think, Paul? Oh, I would have never guessed that starting the playoffs out, teams would just be trading blowouts. Um, I mean, I guess if it's going to happen, I would say it would happen in the first round. But, yeah, I mean, I expect to see more overtime, more yeah. one-goal games. Sorry, it was Todd McClellan, who's the head okay. coach of of the Kings. Ex, I believe, uh, San Jose Sharks coach. But interesting to see that. A little bit of a shift there. So, what were you saying? Um, I I just I would have expected more one goal games. I mean, maybe two with an empty net or late. Yeah. Um, more overtime games. I mean, I think I think there's only been two overtime games as of Sunday evening. Right. And. Yeah, I man, I'm just double checking that real quick, but well, I mean, to your point, there were so many like teams that loaded up for this exact reason, and it is either it's just been lopsided either way. While that's entertaining hockey, I don't know. It's not your free hockey, right? Like you're 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 looking at when you when it's a close game, everybody's not trying to make a mistake. Here, everybody's just trying to like outscore. It seems. Yeah, and I mean, hockey's the kind of game where. Even if the scoring isn't high, it's super exciting because every play has you on the edge of your seat because right. it's like there's the, you know, everybody wants kinetic energy when they watch sports. Sure. But hockey's got the potential energy. Yeah. You're sitting there and it's like all the mad scrambles in front of the net that don't happen, the ring in the post, 
defense laying down, making a play. I'm sure all that stuff's happening in these games, but you know we're just so used to less goals, and I think that adds a whole new dynamic. And that's I I do enjoy a shootout every now and then in terms of the scoreboard, but I think it's better when it's these one goal games where everything just is amplified because the next goal just changes everything. Fair enough. I, I do too. I thought that these games would be closer. It just seems like every game is the deciding factor versus every moment. Yeah. Within the games. Um, Alright. Well, Capsons, we hope that you're keeping up as much as we are. I know we kind of gave you a broad overview, but in the bright side, Washington Capitals lead the Florida Panthers 2-1 and have the Florida Panthers again on an evening game in D.C. and then could potentially end it with two wins back-to-back. You know, they say, Polly, you can't lose a playoff series unless you lose at home, right? Well, yeah, it's, you're, you're not in trouble until you lose at home. Right. Well, I say... Unless you lose two back-to-back, yeah. you're not in trouble. So, but I guess the, that is right. You can't lose if right. you lose it, don't lose at home, right? Well, no. If you're the lower seed, you would only have three home games. Hmm? If you're the lower seed... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So you could win all your home games and still lose the series. Right, and so what I'm saying is, like, if you if you lose back-to-back, that's when you're in trouble. Yeah. So if we're lucky, by the time people are listening to this, the Caps have already won in five. Let's go. All right. Caps fans, we love you. We mean it. Thanks for tuning in. Um, if you like us, please find out where you can rate us and five stars only. Five stars only. And until Monday, where the Caps could be out of it by Monday. Well, it'll be... We'll have a result, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, until Monday, Caps fans, stay strong. Hockey Troll, Polly Cupcakes, signing off. Bye. Hey, Caps fans. Thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Troll Podcast. Repping the greatest team in the Follow me, the Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trolling on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow me, Polly Cupcakes, at Cupcake Polly on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And follow the show's handle at Caps Chirp on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network at Hockey Podnet on social and the Hockey Podcast Network.com. The Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. Check them out, or we're not friends anymore.